to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I listen because Rod and Karen are hot. Mmm. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I am your host, Rod. Joined always by my co-host. Karen. And we are live on uh, Saturday morning, Mm -hmm. early in the morning. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ready to do some podcasts and find us wherever you get podcasts. The official weapon of the show is Taser. And the unofficial sport. What about? And bullet ball extreme, extreme, extreme. Feedback show is where you guys write in about the things that we said throughout the week and we respond to it. Okay. We let you know how we feel about it. Y'all to let us know how you feel. And it's a reciprocal situation over here. Um, I also want to say, uh, just as a, uh, you know, housekeeping, we have a live show coming up in person at the Blumenthal Center for Performing Arts in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, you can get tickets right now. I'm putting the, I will put it in the show notes. I'll put the link in the chat. Live in person. It's $20 and you got live tickets. You got online tickets. You got in person tickets whatever you want um and uh it's at three o'clock on uh on on september the 9th Mm -hmm. in the night theater um and so it's a bigger theater yes we're hoping that as many people can come out in person as you know we've never done a theater this big i have no idea why they put us in this big ass theater? I'm yeah, not even gonna like, lie. Like, like, not trying funny, y'all. The, the night theater is where, is where, like, they do like the big plays and like the big acts come. I'm like, oh, that's 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 the big big one, the the one that got like like the real high upper level. <laughs> I just feel like they said, look, it's gonna be empty either way, so y'all might as well go ahead and do the show in here. Either way, uh, twenty dollars a person, you know, come through. Um, if you can buy tickets online, that also helps us any ticket sales helps us uh if so if you can't make it in person you want to watch it online there will be a video that we will uh try to get to the people who pay for the online so if you're not able to view it live we'll still be able to like upload the video somewhere for you to watch it eventually but you know the the i mainly just want to emphasize this is important for us as a show and as a working relationship we have with blumenthal center for performing arts right that we sell these tickets and that we do well because it makes them keep working with us we have a very good deal with them where we just split everything 50 50 mm-hmm. and that's huge for an independent podcast such as ourselves many people will tell you they have to like buy the venue rent out the venue pay thousands of dollars and then hope you make your money back on the back end uh so we would like for people to buy tickets man so if you can't be there buy tickets if you want to uh we'll even do the thing where if you can't make it in person but you want to just buy in-person tickets mm-hmm. and we can give them away to people who we can do. make it in person but don't have the money right we'll even do that we um, don't mind we don't mind so you know we have over a month to mm-hmm. sell these tickets and we're really just hopeful that y'all come out and support uh so we're looking forward it's gonna be a good time yes. we have prizes and giveaways we always have such a good time playing games with the audience um and uh doing everything live in person so i can't wait to see y'all yeah i can't wait i'm really really uh excited about this because this is something that me and roger had been talking about it was doing like a live show and and they're like well hey we're doing this festival and we want you to kind of be part of the festival so we're really looking um looking forward to it and like roger said for those of you that's like i can't make it you can still stream it live so buy the virtual tickets buy the 
in-person tickets and like Roderick said if you buy it and you go I can't make it and there's somebody that lives in the surrounding area or who can travel we'll be more than happy to uh, do that exchange and we thank you everybody in advance for uh, loving and supporting us and showing and coming and it's something that we are really looking forward to yeah ticket sales ticket sales ticket sales that's what will help us so if you're thinking how can i help the show out buy a ticket that's what will help us out right now and um you know it's it's tough it's it's during the writer's strike motherfuckers is down bad i get it so if you can't there's no hard feelings you can't make it no hard feelings we don't want everybody sending us a bunch of i can't make it emails and stuff and 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 phone calls and stuff that we trying to keep the vibes positive yes so if you can make it yeah we're not counting anyone out we're not like sitting around like i can't believe this motherfucker ain't coming it's not that's not what's happening Mm-mm. i have anxiety too yeah we don't so we don't, I don't take want, it personally i don't the same way i'm not gonna feel like you not making it as a personal slight i don't want you to feel like if you can't make it we holding some type of vendetta it's all good yes we want to do more of these shows yes now that the world's kind of opening back up yeah. so we just if you want to help us buy a ticket that's the best way to help us all right let's get into y'all's feedback and all the stuff that you know we came here to talk about of course the first people that we always talk about on this uh show are the people that gave us donations mm-hmm. you can give us donations by going to the website theblackguywithtips.com look on the right hand side you can do a recurring donation a one-time donation doesn't matter we give everybody the same shout out and that's what we're about to do now that's right new collection new selection mary h thank you very much for your recurring donation deborah o stefan h allison h them h's is doing a thing michael f jeff m Corey b jonathan h brian b marvin b yes marvin b mccole f early days of photography mccake mike h h's and b's they doing it okay that's what they say um j full michael w asia d chriselle b annie p annie are you okay i hope so michael s and lastly dana r or is it dana r either way we thank you for the money okay we appreciate it the, the kind of jingles and the kind of folds. we're gonna sell it we're gonna spend it all this episode is brought to you by shopify forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to shopify the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell with Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right. What about 
five star reviews what about them did we get some we got two. Oh, let's go five star reviews okay the first one is for the blackout test podcast our main show yay it says a pinnacle podcast i like that a pinnacle podcast rod and karen this is by loger finn rod and karen consistently discuss the issues of the day with a refreshing nuance in this conflicted world listening to this podcast will teach you to be humble laugh and enjoy the world their series reviews are pure joy thank you for sharing your talent and beauty thank you logger finn oh thank you appreciate you okay and the second review is for our actual movie reviews the blackout to spoil movie reviews. Come on, sir, movie reviews available everywhere you get podcasts if it's, you're premium you get it right away the day we do the, the review you get it that day that hour whenever we upload it mm-hmm. if you're not premium you may have to wait up to a month to get our opinion yeah so but you'll get it though. you'll get it but it'll be you know on a delay uh fun reviews this is from jrd underscore 88 great movie reviews i enjoy the commentary both from rod and karen as well as the listeners while i love the both of you reviewing together i especially enjoy rod's solo reviews where i can hear karen laughing in the background cracks me up (laughs) thanks for doing what you do and doing it well thank you (laughs) thank you yeah well you know listen karen has one of the great iconic background laughs in the game (laughs) uh people love it when me and bossy do uh stuff (laughs) people when i'm on the karen hunter show they you know people bring it up so you know she's she's doing her thing out here with these laughs um all right those are our five star reviews uh well let's go ahead and get into the comments on the page and the comments for the shows and all that stuff but let me play a little bit of music jazzy little little tune there Uh all right the first episode of the week was of course our feedback show worst first date places and this is also where we unveiled our new segment where we read comments off of instagram uh, for questions we asked and we will be doing that again today instagram yeah you know we asked for suggestions for the new segment and if people like it people seem to like it Mm -hmm. uh some people were saying name it meanwhile on instagram i don't want to do that because i feel like that's what's the tease thing mm-hmm. and i you know even i know we came up with the yippee ki yell thing but that's still like their thing and it feels weird i know they do like twitter and other stuff now but it feels weird to to do that so i would like to come up with our own original different name mm-hmm. um for that segment uh so the episode is twenty-seven thirty-nine. worst first date places apia says i don't think i will ever be in this situation but what would be the right response when a black person says you a white person are my n-word i would say thank you and never mention it again or change my behavior in any way this would probably be the best but i know i would think about it the next time we saw each other and wonder is that their thing what does this exactly mean do i have new responsibilities now <laughs> i know i know do i get a badge just to level up i feel you go oh, okay like what does this mean a lot of pressure right you know? um i think it's i think <laughs> yeah i don't even know what to say for that i just you know luckily it'll probably never happen to you you in germany people don't even talk like that right hey you don't know no black people so let's just leave it at that (laughs) 
you no one and rod was right about women also controlling men but it not being so seen so critical my mother is a good person but also loves to control those around her and of course also my father it's a web of dependency on both sides she packs his stuff for vacation and this way controls what he wears for example it's very hard to accept for her when i say something like it's their decision we must accept it and my about my father or husband or other family members see this is what i'm talking about we don't look at that as controlling because also women will then spin it as well i just have to pack his clothes because what are the but the truth of the matter is this is a grown-ass adult and if you just don't pack his clothes the clothes will get to the vac- fucking vacation spot <laughs> some fucking how yeah now will they look the way you want him to look probably the no, fuck not nope but that'll <laughs> be wh- that'll be him and what he feels like doing right and i think this is a thing that we don't call controlling because women say it as like i'm doing this work for him but it's no you're controlling what he wears in a way and then you're siphoning it off i know we all know women like this and if i were to flip it flip the genders and say forget husbands what about kids so how many daughters have been the subject of a controlling mom Child? moms exerting control in ways that they they that they spin as altruism like i'm just doing this for you i'm talking bad about your weight for you i'm talking bad about you know the, the your lack of a romantic prospect for you i'm doing and in a while in a way you're like you're just making me feel bad and it's very controlling but you're not it's it's almost like worse in a way because a man would come out and say the shit in a fucked up way where you can't avoid that it's fucked up they'll do it in a way that's like no it's about helping you and so i think when we don't think about that we when we just get so into like men versus women and bashing one or the other i think a lot of times we leave things out of the conversation and so i just wanted to throw that into the conversation in that these things that are controlling are more about insecurities and relationships about a bunch of other stuff and it happens all kinds of different ways Mm -hmm. not just jonah hill not just whatever that nigga's name that's that's kiki palmer's boyfriend it's it happens a lot of different ways yeah and also women are smart they're not stupid a lot of times men think we're stupid or society think women are stupid because they think women are less than but we'll do shit and 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 do it in a way where it's plausible deniability so when that person starts flipping or when that person starts cussing you out or when that person starts rebelling back it doesn't make them look crazy it makes you look crazy but in your mind it's fucking microaggressions and and the death by a thousand slashes but but just because you said with a smile on your face or just because you don't raise your voice it does not mean an offense has not been made and as somebody who's been on a fucking receiving end of that like that right there that particular thing it will infuriate you because i remember growing up as a kid my mama used to do all all those type of microaggressions consistently talk about my weight consistently talk about my hair consistently talk about what i had on and her insecurities was she is the type of person that cares about how people view her how they look at her she's the type of person who i'm not trying funny and, and there's nothing wrong with people like this but don't pour your insecurities on other people around you mm-hmm. and she was one of the people who who likes to be clean and likes to be petite and and you know likes to even if she doesn't have a dime in her pocket she wants it like she has a million bucks and i was the complete opposite of that i did not care you know it didn't matter to me i was the type of kid who for a lot of parents would drive them up the wall i ain't give fuck about hair i ain't give fuck about clothes you know and it was also one of those things growing up as a kid my mama did the thing 
they say this but they don't really know what it means when they say it and the child puts them at their word my mama used to say well you know when you purchase your own things when you can make your own money you can do what you want to and i said bet and when i got my first job you know first job you know just getting paid cash on the table from then on out she didn't it's a lot of things that i bought on my own i was like what it no no you said that i didn't have to deal with your bullshit if i could purchase these things so you don't like my clothes bitch i buy my own clothes you don't like my shoes i buy my own shoes you know yeah, I, I, I do it myself and kiss my ass and i think it's just wild because in a romantic relationship there's always this idea and pe- and it can be true right consensually that people like to be controlled like right. and that and it's, it can be true there are people that you know i remember reading a book about a dude uh it was uh the book about the great migration uh the warmth of other sons and this doctor married a woman who was like a very you know petite you know take care of her type of woman he bought her expensive clothes and dresses and he picked her clothes out for her whenever they had social events so she wear certain dresses and they'd host things at their house and look maybe if she like it i love it so right. it's not about you know telling somebody they can't be into these things it's just more and there's men who like as much as they complain about they like being fussed after and told to dress Mm -hmm. this way they'll complain about the shit but they'll they're into it you know so i'm not saying that it's impossible for these things to be consensual or whatever i'm just i was just more pointing out these are the mushy ugly gray areas of relationships that we don't talk about in public we talk about the very simple black and white stuff mm-hmm. and then we escalate everything into abuse that we don't like instead of just being like maybe that's just how they get down or Correct. maybe it's a disagreement or a conflict and so i think i wanted to inject that into the discussion about all this stuff anyway mm-hmm. I think with my control of the style of my former boyfriends, I played out the dynamic I knew well. And also, that's another thing. People repeating cycles. So mm-hmm. you got that from your mom, brought it to your relationships back in the day. And also, now that I think about it, I more, I subconsciously thought when I date a guy like that, he will be thankful that I, a cool woman, date him. And when I approve him, he will be thankful forever and never want to leave me. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think what happens is that we would never apply that to like when men do controlling things we are like they're just trying to shut her down but in a lot of ways they're they act like they're doing her a favor like oh if you wear these clothes you won't get uh the attention from these other men so i'm doing us a favor i'm causing us less of a headache when we leave the house but at this end of the day if she don't want to dress like that she don't want to dress like that right ain't really shit you can do about it you can either break up or don't break up right you know? agreed and it worked but only so much because i'm not with them anymore dating a project was only temporarily interesting to me uh and there was still so much to improve in myself but when i had a boyfriend project i could not think about that now to see that one right there is a bar come on that, that's deep because a lot of times you you actually said something that i wish a lot of people would view a lot of people would pick projects just so they don't have to build themselves Mm -hmm. and just so they won't have to question their actions Mm -hmm. and question that like why am i going through this cycle again like like they ask themselves that but they don't ask themselves that long enough to actually get to the root cause of it is it my childhood is there bad habits i pick up is it social pressure and a lot of that goes back down to knowing thyself 
and a lot of people even people older than me and roger they don't know themselves when i mean they don't know themselves they don't they really don't know what they like what they like they don't know because they never gave in they never have given themselves a chance to explore the world where they make their own decisions and it's not influenced by outside forces and they have never got to the point where they are comfortable with a decision and everybody got to live with their decision so i've made a decision somebody comes with opinion opposite of that i gotta say you know what you live in your feelings because this thing right here makes me happy and a lot of times particularly if you're a people pleasing person that's the most i can speak from experience the hardest shit you can do is tell somebody you can fuck about your feelings and you got to deal with that that's your problem yeah uh for me i think um just kind of the what you said about not having to focus on improving yourself i think that's what a lot of that stuff is um i think it's why people quote unquote sometimes date potential or date projects or whatever because if you're always pointing out what's wrong with them you don't ever have to take any responsibility for what's going on with you you can blame them for everything and i think there's a a fucked up self-sabotage thing that people do um you know uh it's kind of like uh alcoholics anonymous you know everybody knows aa but they also have al uh, i think it's called al-anon where it's like people who constantly are dating and and like supporting and being around people who are addicts to things and they start making you examine yourself like why the fuck am i having this pattern of dating people that have all these issues and you start looking at and go well i'm couching in this altruism like i'm just trying to fix these people and help them who the fuck are you do you have your shit together well i don't have to worry about my shit being together because i'm always around somebody whose shit is less together than me so i can just always judge them blame them have animosity towards them not towards myself i can tell them change their habits but not change my own habits towards them or just habits in my life i'm not focusing on so i think that's a huge part of it and also the thing about about that self thing when you know better you have to do better and a lot of people not trying funny they don't want to know they don't want to find out because then they will be forced to do the thing that they never wanted to do in the first place which is change and that's very very hard for humans to change even though people with children they say it to their kids all the time and you've lived your life long enough once you get to a big old age where it's consistent change in your life anyway but there are certain things that we've kind of cemented and we're like that's just how i am that's not always true that's not always true anything any habit anything that you truly really want to change you will change if you have the desire to tanya w42 says the new instagram segment is great the first date at the fried chicken joint with a vegan had me rolling i recently tried a new mediterranean restaurant called dagon that was highly recommended by a friend which was excellent he had a meal there with his family and one of them was vegan she dug into their roast beet mise i don't know this is very famous very popular very uh, i don't have the money to know that, how to pronounce that but the problem was it also had beef tongue in it apparently some shouting and hilarity ensued yeah that is the thing for me i won't even lie like if i go somewhere for like some ethnic food that is off the beaten path and it's like authentic authentic i'm not gonna front i like weird shit like let's try the beef tongue just so i can see what it's like and i probably will feel a little weirded and grossed out i remember we had a a place here that's closed now the burrito factory Mm mm-hmm and one day he uh this dude he he just when we came in sometimes i don't know why but he just really liked us and so 
he would always try to sell us other things on the menu and it was you could tell these were the things that like mexican people ordered that that actually from mexico that don't speak english and shit right and so one time he gave us some soup and it was like it was something like it was weird soup tripe or something in it mm-hmm. and i'm not a big tripe person i didn't grow up eating tripe or whatever i think tripe is like beef stomach or something let me let me look up the definition because I, I remember looking it up at the time mm-hmm. um but i don't know much about tripe mm-hmm. uh yeah it's the stomach of a cow yeah okay so i was right um and it was a soup with tripe in it and it was very spicy and and like uh felt like almost tomato based or something and uh i didn't like it that much because of the texture but i definitely wanted to try it because i was yeah. like fuck it man i ain't never had this shit before he gave us a bowl to take home and i ate as much as i could and, was, and thanked him so i'm if it would have had beef tongue in it i'm would i would have probably tried it even if i didn't like it just to be like all right cool and now i know what the authentic version of this dish tastes like C- correct you know because you know we go out periodically depending on uh where it is like i we we've done like frog legs like just just that kind of off the wall stuff sometimes because i'm like you i just want to see what it yeah i don't always like. like it a lot of times I, we tried sea urchin once and it, the worst the, fucking meal i ever had in my life urchin was nasty, and it cost I, way too fucking much but karen ordered it. the shit because it was the most expensive thing on the menu and that's what she does don't let all this honey baby bullshit fool y'all <laughs> she likes to go out and and be like oh it's a 45 dollar appetizer why don't we try that and that's what the sea urchin was and it honestly was disgusting to me is i i can't believe people want to eat that shit sea urchin was not but good i tried it i know what it tastes like now i'll probably never have it again but i'm glad you know mm-hmm. particularly not served like that uh back to the comments um pamela m8 says regarding the poll question call the new segment doing it for the gram good way to get more engagement and hopefully extend your reach enjoy your week pamela okay doing it for the gram huh I'll write that, that down, down as an idea i like that i like that one um the next one is ernest.com says this next one goes out to that poor individual on the first date with mom and sis hey siri play my mom is in my business by k solo oh shit my actual siri is listening <laughs> Shut up. don't do that don't do it siri. my bad my, my bad everybody who siri just just popped up and started talking out loud <clears throat> your mom is in your business she's in my business can't you <laughs> yeah that's that's crazy uh ernest says rod and karen say they need a new title for the instagram segment when longtime listeners know there's already an instagram related segment title that's been unused for quite a while yippee ki yo yippee ki gay this message brought to you by one million tip in americans pack uh shout out to the chat room yeah i, I just want me to as i brought up earlier i just don't want to uh use uh what's the tease segment they i mean they could easily bring that back it's weird overlap i think i still have ptsd from the whole dim throne shit i'm just mm-hmm. you know and i know that that's those are my friends and uh, and it probably would be no problem but i'd rather just come up with my own thing and not mm-hmm. have any issues uh, somebody put it on a t-shirt next thing you know we're getting sued that's how it happens everybody mm-hmm. uh classic r&b lover says hi rod and karen this comment is a proposal nothing you guys discussed this week rather it is a little reflection on the impact your shows have had upon me as a listener i was listening to your former guest diamond styles podcast Marsha's play and she she was the when and when she discussed something with her co-host and kept confusing and mangling the name of the white woman she was talking about in explanation diamond stated i don't be knowing these white people's names i laughed and said diamond is channeling the spirit of karen i sure don't mm-mm. I, 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 mm-mm, mm-mm. who uh classic r&b lover also said uh 
i came to the post after listening to this specific episode rod i can co-sign your denny's food is awful statement i ate at denny's once because my friend who was driving stopped there because of all the known racism my internal thought was i could never be that hungry and i didn't want to be difficult on someone else's dime every damn thing was like a salt bomb i know why why did they put that much salt they look like tiktok chefs the way that everybody <laughs> on tiktok has been triggered by the amount of people that say you didn't season that food so now when i look at a fucking tiktok the amount of seasoning they are putting on this shit they are trying to murder their husbands or whoever the fuck is eating Send that, that blood pressure through the roof what are you doing the police are gonna show up at your house and use that as evidence in the trial that you slowly poison your husband <laughs> to death you, you slowly kill him with high blood pressure motherfuckers putting a cup of a cup of lowry's on the chicken breast i'm like <laughs> what what is wrong with y'all god damn i don't get it i i hadn't ate at diddy's in years and uh uh probably decades they used to have it closed but they used to have one up there above the above carowinds but that shit closed down a while ago and i think i may have went once or twice but i think that's the only denny's it used to be one up the street from us i didn't never go to that bitch. I've, I've gone to denny's once it was the nastiest fucking thing i ever had i I legitimately don't get it and now look it's possible i am black they were just being racist to me and they gave me bad food so i wouldn't come back that's possible but i looked at other people's plates it didn't look appetizing to me and i really was looking like the motherfucking goofy meme like bitch you live like this y'all y'all just be in here eating this shit i feel like wherever you live in america if there's a denny's there's a better breakfast spot right up the street from them that's just like local or something and and you'll do way better going there that's just mm-hmm. my opinion um the bacon tastes like it was single with sprinkled with a bottle of salt on it before cooking it racism aside i left thinking how the hell they stay in business with food tasting like that eve says i like the new segment please keep it all right all right we, we hear you mm-hmm. um then the comment on youtube is sfa5226 says rod prince of the nigger who would that even be me screaming in the car vegeta it's right there <laughs> i love me some vegeta he's definitely prince of the sayings yes so he was he does have that one meme that says this nigga spitting you know <laughs> so maybe, i love me some vegeta maybe that's it Kakarot. <laughs> he's like i'm not gonna call you by your white man name i'll call you by your original name brother you free now and uh the poll let's look at the poll results the poll was do you like the new ig segment keep it or forget it 87 percent people agree with karen say keep it Mm -hmm. same percentage on spotify which is great you know um we we love to see it uh and i get i think the segment's here to stay Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna try to remember every week to put up a question of the week for y'all to put y'all responses on we'll read them on the on the feedback show or throughout the week follow us on instagram if you won't get your input in follow us on instagram uh instagram is the black guy who tips yeah just all one word the black guy who tips not don't confuse them don't confuse them by even bringing up the other one karen okay my bad. just gonna bring it's just mm-hmm. gonna confuse them okay the black guy who tips is is it and uh we'll be posting uh we'll be posting y'all's responses i mean we'll be replying to your responses and stuff man yeah this one's this one's gonna be a doozy this week this is one of my favorite questions and oh, i shit. i think we're gonna have a great segment today <laughs> um so uh also the q a on uh anchor 
or what is it uh, spotify Spotify for podcasters Mm -hmm. was denny's is the worst jay barry says no it could be worse waffle house no fucking way jay Mm -hmm. waffle house first of all waffle house is i'm not saying waffle house is good food okay let's just go ahead and get that out the way because motherfuckers are gonna swear by waffle house and i'm gonna be real i've never left a waffle house like god damn Mm -hmm. they know like it's more like when you go to waffle house it's three in the morning you know what i mean it's uh after the club it's cheap it you know it's fast is you're drunk it's soaking up alcohol normally that's what waffle house is about and i'm not saying waffle house is like top five top whatever breakfast places okay i'm not that being said it's better than denny's yes it is carly says it was one of the only choices back in college but yeah you couldn't get me in there now not with this spotify money come on carly oh shit now uh tiffany says it really is worse than arby's though says chris i've never said arby's food was nasty it's just a drug laundering organization <laughs> let's keep and, it clean now let's keep and, it and, 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 and you know what waffle house may have been too because you know for years them bitches to be cash only they that within the last decade they just started accepting credit cards right uh grand slam thank you ma'am says Ernest. denny's is the arby's money laundering arch rival there's no way you can serve breakfast food for this long and still be in business yeah the problem with denny's is that they don't seem to be buying up everything the way arby's is arby's owns a lot of other restaurants like their parent company is like we own buffalo wild wings they buying everything crispy cream and shit every so every time you turn around and buy something else that's why i'm sure it's drug money wallace says love the new segment keep it fresh nor uh uh our aaron says norms is ba- way better anyway also i love the new segment i don't know what norms is Mm-mm, that must be a local thing baby his toy says uh i've never had it i'm a waffle house girl because i'm a bird lol <laughs> jane says denny has never been the best never and druzo said dr uzo says no nah, it's fine when it's late and you're drunk and it's the good denny's and gino is working so he'll hook you up with extra bacon and you know what you're right it's bad exactly i was about to say you got you need all that shit <laughs> do you know it's bad <laughs> so if it don't meet your criteria you're like fuck it let's go somewhere else if you need to be like if it's ever if it's the second tuesday of the month and it's after 3 a.m then then it's not good if you if you hit the host is going who cooking tonight and she give you the wrong name and you walk out mm-mm it's not good that's not consistent quality um all right let's go to the next episode um episode 2740 loose baby with bossy ickby we had seven comments oh, shit, dj says the sassy trucker lady reminded me of this episode of american dad where francine got arrested for singing in saudi arabia oh yeah i remember that episode <laughs> so funny uh brooklyn shoe bay says thank you for having bossy on it was a good conversation i'm going to listen to it again but with my kids my 16 year old loves to stay on twitter to observe people's lip misery and finds a twisted humor in it because she believes she's a loser i believe she thinks she's found her tribe oh mm, she's not look come on don't let her be a loser to believe in yourselves you better than this mm-hmm. tell that baby you are somebody you ain't got to hang around this right this is this it's not a good place is it's this yeah child, you be like ooh, child a ghetto you better get away from it girl right look her in the face and tell I her am. Somebody. Somebody. I am. Somebody. um apia says i'm a person who has lots of work friends or friends who started at work 
i would define it as people you have relationships about more than just work you talk about private stuff and generally are interested in the other as a person or even at meeting free time and even i tell you your work isn't your family you are there for money in the first place the company doesn't love you they appreciate that you are good for business yep and the second you're not good or profitable you gotta go because what people fail to realize most corporations are simple you either making them money or saving them money if you're not making or saving them money they actually don't care and people don't want to be that uh cruel about it but that's it and you know when they start looking at them sheets and your salary hits that thing all of a sudden you losing them money you got to go quote unquote as far as they're concerned so it's one of those things where if you in the working environment and the relationship turns into that great but that's not my objective, Mike, because I had to learn a, long, learn, learn a long time ago. That's not my objective. You pay, I stay. You stop paying, I stop I stop coming in and clocking in. And all of a sudden, these relationships we think we got don't matter no more. Because most people, the relationships you have with most people, be it work, church, extracurricular activities, the second that thing disappears the relationship is no longer a relationship and this is why people be, they hurt they can begin to get in their feelings oh this person don't call this person don't reach out yes because the thing you had in common disappear and that's okay there's only certain people in your life only because this one thread connects you when that thread is gone the relationship is quote-unquote dead but that's all right too and it's not a personal attack and there's nothing wrong against you and you didn't do anything wrong but society makes us think that all relationships are forever and that's not a true statement and it's still a company correct so uh when the bottom line needs to be tightened up you might just have to go whether you everybody's best friend or not whether you're talking about people in your spare time talking with people in your spare time meeting up parties and stuff i think there's nothing wrong with socializing with people you work with Mm -hmm. i I think you know it's not a huge thing for me but uh i get it but i just think yes uh you know it's not really family and all that shit pink superhero says regarding carly russell i too was looking for a source of the rumor that people got fired for accessing her hospital medical records and i never found one but i work at a large medical center and was told by it once that people get fired for improperly accessing patient records every single time we have a high profile patient the temptation is just too great to apparently stupid people stupid way to lose a great job i mean once again i i hear that you know but i didn't see proof of it and i think that's important right now because things happen on the internet and people's confirmation bias kicks in and we don't have any proof or evidence things are happening but we treat it as if there's proof and i'm so wary of it at this point i'm so cynical about this shit that i am just as worried about it when it's on our side quote unquote as other people's side right because it's made up it's made up right and i think it's not like people were posting mug shots of who got arrested or you know something about the people that got fired it, it just people just said things the same way they said she was sleeping with an underage kid across state lines right. the same way they said she must have been trying to get an abortion in another state the same way they said she must be getting abused in her home and that's what she was really just acted out the same pe- way people said she was cheating on her boyfriend <clears throat> and people treat all these things as if they are objective truth when we have no proof of anything right and then when you ask people you be like okay you said that where's the evidence people don't have it and so i go well if you don't have it or it's not from like a quote-unquote replicable source 
that shit matters also but you know just like the the left claims the right just be running with bullshit sometimes the left be running with bullshit too we don't quote unquote consider it the same but it is the same because it's fake news right so the way that you know it does happen is exactly why it's easy for people to act like it did happen but just because it does happen doesn't mean it happened in this case so i don't know as always ernest says boss bossy's uh presence is a present i want black since 09 on the t-shirt especially if we can force all the brand new negroes to wear it when they come talking that mess also with respect to the football players in the music video am i the only one who imagined that coach yelling at them like the lady yelled at her dogs to go to bed um yeah i saw this uh video i think you just wanted us to watch the video and and play it for the audience and, and laugh at it so i'm gonna i'm gonna do you the favor i'm gonna go ahead and do that for you okay um it's this video we saw it on uh, i saw it already i think three guys on or randolph texted or something but what's wrong you keep running up to me to show me what's wrong show no Philip got her ball, Lord have mercy. Phil, can you please give her her back her favorite ball? I'm trying. I'm trying. You see, I'm trying. Can you please give her back her favorite ball, Phil Cartel? That is really her favorite ball. Is that nasty. What the fuck? What the fuck? doing it too could not have done that with cats what's wrong you keep so yeah that's the video (laughs) go to bed i love (laughs) us we talk to animals like people uh love y'all thanks for another great show shout out to the chat room eve says it's always nice when bossy is on social media is a necessary evil for some people especially if you want to promote your business my social media is curated to a t when i only see the people i want to see and i keep my post neutral because my mental health can't take the stress of arguing with trolls all day yeah and that's a big thing for me too i very rarely will actually post an opinion or like something in depth online at this point i used to do it all the time whenever i get reminded by those like here are your memories from this day i always feel a little bit of embarrassment i know no one should ever feel embarrassed about anything blah blah blah. but i do i feel a little bit of embarrassment when i look back at how much info i was sharing for to people for free and then engaging in arguments with them with people that ultimately don't matter and i don't mean they don't matter as human beings i mean it's not like the things they said are necessarily something that should affect my life in that i don't know these people Mm -mm. i'm probably a stranger to them or just a person that they consume their content via the podcast social media whatever Mm -hmm. many of them weren't even podcast listeners podcast fans they weren't gonna Mm -hmm. buy a ticket to my show they weren't gonna Mm -hmm. pay to be a premium member Mm -hmm. they weren't gonna listen to my podcast because they were there for the social media so i'm just here to see your content on facebook while i'm scrolling all day Mm -hmm. and you're giving it to me for free and then i'm able to engage with you and argue with you and affect you and i'm going to podcast and be ranting and raving about these fucking people that ultimately are you know they're trolls or or even if they're not trolls are just people that aren't invested in me as a human being agreed and 
while i might disagree with my friends and stuff like that or they have opinions that affect mine it's because we have a certain level of investment in each other as human beings that Mm -hmm. makes us have to consider our humanity before anything else and so even when we disagree we don't fight you know when we're not invested in i'm gonna be right and you're gonna be wrong like and i have a big competitive part of me i have a a debater in me i have a fighter in me Mm -hmm. and it shouldn't just be activated by any and everything and i used to just let it fly and so um i think i also curated my social media but i also had to realize it comes at a price of you just don't have to share and shouldn't be sharing everything i'll hit the group chat or something like that like what do you think about this topic and we'll discuss it there in a way that i find to be more fulfilling than just putting the internet put my my commentary on the internet and any fucking stranger can just like take it run with it misunderstand it on purpose take it out of context on purpose or just just say disrespectful shit to me um on purpose because a lot of these people are looking for conflict they need conflict because it keeps them from concentrating on their own lives and they'll take that conflict with you extrapolate it to mean to something you didn't mean or didn't say because they need that bad guy to punch you know and i think i got tired of that yeah that and also you and i've seen other people do this people change the way they move on the internet and sometimes that's all you need to do and all those people will fall away because at the end of the day, you are a form of entertainment, something for them to consume. And the second you stop being entertainment, you stop being something they can consume, you stop, have, you stop having all these, not trying to be funny, but they quote unquote consider hot takes, even though that, that's who you really are. You stop that shit, they will slowly remove themselves off of the picture. Like all of a sudden, they'll kind of go away and float somewhere else because like you said, they got to have conflict. And when they realize that, oh, you're not confrontational no more then you become boring you become you know this and that and or whatever the case may be and a lot of times just a small tweak like that like you say versus you're online but you kind of uh uh curated in a certain way and i've slowly have seen people just disappear like people that literally anytime you post they was literally some of the first people to pop up in there and 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 some of them and and it's nothing personal some of them are fans of the show because it's just something in them that they feel like they have got to do things and a lot of times it's their personal insecurities a lot of times they don't do it to me because i'm not here for it and i don't post like that online uh but it's one of those things where for you a lot of times i don't know what it is about you they it's because you're a man it's because you're a black man a lot of times it's because they value your opinion like it's like like it's just something in you that draws people to what they feel like they have to comment on everything that you say well part of it was also i was inviting all that by sharing so much mm-hmm. like <clears throat> i'm writing three four paragraphs about something some pop current some pop culture current event knowing i'm about to go on my podcast like i said in a space that's safe a place that has more context that has more good faith people that won't find itself being shared to a bunch of strangers people have to willfully tap into this show to hear what i have to say and uh 
i think this is the place i'd rather share my thoughts and opinions on things like that in long form rather than writing long form things that people are going to purposely take a certain way and it could be as simple as they just don't like you it could be as simple as they just will like your attention they like the space you've curated and the attention you get and so by disrupting your space they get the attention that typically people give to you um which is another thing i learned to stop rewarding um and then i think um yeah some people have a love hate thing of if i can't be your best friend i'll be your worst enemy Mm -hmm. uh sometimes people just don't like you it's not really a good reason there's a bunch Mm -hmm. of fucking unstable ass emotional motherfuckers out there that just you know deal with issues you know and, and it's i think i used to just couldn't relate to it because i'm not a person of that way like right i don't irrationally like or dislike anybody Mm-mm. um i don't have a lot i don't have jealousy issues i don't look at what other people have and want it but there are people who move that way there's Correct. you know i've seen people say it many times and at some point i just had to absorb it and listen to it and go this is a real feeling that these people have i just can't relate and it'd be things like uh, if i log on instagram and everybody's getting engaged i turn that shit off or you know how come i gotta see your vacation oh this the food you ate i don't want to see that shit and i'm like oh there's something wrong with you inside and you're taking it out on there on the world but that's your reality and i you know me giving my opinion me living my life now i'm the focal point of that and i think algorithmically it these social medias are about interaction and they don't care there's no value placed if it's good or bad so when i'm getting on someone's nerve by just being my fucking self i'm pretty sure facebook is showing that person all my posts mm-hmm. like look mm-hmm. what this nigga said and they popping up to be like i disagree and i disagree and i disagree and eventually it does drive conflict so you know how to fix that don't share everything don't give my opinion on everything I only reply to people that i feel like are worthwhile replying to or making Agreed. a point in a way that i think is valuable so that's what i do yeah and also the thing you're talking about the podcast you know what it's a level of investment yeah and the thing is it's one of those things where for most people they don't not trying funny produce anything that actually particularly online that makes them money but we do so it's one of those things where if it don't make dollars it don't make sense and you know well i don't even i just want to point out for me it's not about money it's it's social media isn't necessarily making money for me either it's it's the it's it's not the money it's the attention that they're after and i think the attention is free yes so if you look this is i've done this before where someone says something very rude disrespectful whatever to me i will go to their page before even replying to anything and i'll look at their facebook post i'll look at their twitter post and and the the shocking thing to me is not what the content of what they're saying is because normally the content isn't that good or whatever or or they could be a troll or whatever look at the engagement i I caution all of you to do this when Mm -hmm. someone says something really fucked up and inflammatory to you look at the engagement they're not getting and you go and this is the vast majority of people i'm very fortunate and i've worked hard at stuff and i'm just honestly very good at using my words and stuff i typically get engagement with most of the things that i want to get engagement on if i'm giving an opinion if i'm making a video if i'm whatever i'm good at that um most people are not it's like how most of the people that drive content on twitter 
there's a small percentage of people that get a lot of interaction and vast majority of people no likes one like no retweets bookmark uh they're responding to literal bots because at least somebody said something and that is a huge part of all this stuff to me um back to this though i don't understand the people who do there are literally people on social media who with these hot takes and it's what the it's with the intent to rile people up they they lonely and they want engagement i block and mute them because they are at the attention yet people fall for it every single time it's not worth the stress yeah the other thing is just these angry aggregator accounts they're just people that share news and stories as if they're their own stories but it's all aggregation now that i look at social media as purely a content creation thing mm-hmm. for me it simplified so many people's motivations and actions and it just explains so much so when you see certain accounts all the time but when you look at the content they're putting out it's taking a news article and like writing a paragraph that summarizes what the article is about and then everyone retweets that or it's taking a video from another source screen capping or whatever you know like screen grabbing it posting it as your own video and then putting up there like you know uh i can't believe this person did such and such um and i was gonna say the difference because evie was talking about curating her social media what elon musk has done to twitter has made it almost impossible to curate your social media feed because if you go to certain like your feed he basically puts people with that pay for the check marks and stuff he puts those people or the algorithm not him personally Mm -hmm. they put people in your feed that have those interactive inflammatory videos and they're like look at this look at this look at this no you didn't follow him but look at this right and it works because you see something and it's like some you know video and it's oh look at this woman uh slapping this dude in front of a restaurant and then another person comes through in a wheelchair and slaps her and of course it's a salacious video that makes you want to comment and read the comments and see what people said and it's from somebody with a check mark that only posts those type of videos or those type Mm -hmm. of things and so you end up in that cycle of commenting we're all there to comment and siphon off attention to things and they've mastered that so you can't it's even harder to curate your feed than it used to be yeah because before they had filters up where you literally could be like these are the things that i only want to see i don't want to see anything else you know you know it got to the point where even posts and retweets of certain people you can be like i just don't but like you said with the change all that shit all of a sudden because there were people that i'm like uh how the fuck this person even get here i thought i had them muted to the gods but apparently they was like you know fuck your filters here you go yep um let's see classic r&b lover says hello rod and karen i watched a lot of bossy's twitter discourse and i remain stupefied that she was attacked by those numb nuts it was very clear that she was speaking about herself yet even clarifying this fact did nothing to satiate twitter rage for rage sake beast i don't blame her for leaving the platform there's too much ish actively trying to tear us down now to subject yourself to that form of abuse i will miss her observations ironic and funny post bossy was one of the people that helped make that place bearable uh rather than ever expanding block factory yeah i think the thing for me is i think twitter's always been like that bossy kind of goes and flows in cycles with twitter so i think at some point i wouldn't be shocked for her to come back right um she probably definitely needs a break what that signifies to me as a person that that's my friend i love bossy is like the membrane around your self-care is getting thin and 
the things people are saying are starting to affect you but also it's the the impetus to share and to give that opinion also speaks volume Mm -hmm. you know because uh what to me what that means is you're probably going through something and you need a place to expend that energy that's how i look at social media now people have things they're either avoiding or things that are getting to them and here's a place i can go where i kind of know it's a shit factory and i kind of know that these motherfuckers are going to i can't control how they react and i know they're going to react harshly and you know what i was surprised was that bossy was responding back to some of the people because twitter the way it works if you respond back instead of people saying oh i see your point they will almost always say i'm going to get the attention that the first person got by shitting on you i would like some of that attention too um i remember one time i said something about like brianna joy gray or something i I hate that lady and uh the woke leftist uh socialist grifter twitter was like quote tweeting me or something i i muted the tweet almost immediately because i said i'm not arguing with these niggas um and i'm a real black not uh you know twitter black like i just oh i logged on and now i'm black and so (laughs) me and blackness go way back everybody and so i was like yeah i i said what i said i meant what i said there's no one that's gonna change my mind and there's honestly no point in engaging these folks it's been years since this happened but i muted the tweet and i remember uh a friend dm me and was like oh they tearing you up in the quote tweets and i said that's interesting i have not did not care did not look do and i remember that would have been a time where i'm like let me go look and let me respond and i couldn't have been less curious because i know yes. what i meant i know what i said and i'm fine with people being mad about it i don't care for their interactions and if they want to be mad about the truth as i see it then they just get to be mad and it won't affect me at all and yes. there used to be times where that stuff did affect me and i'm scrolling and i'm seeing this and i'm responding and so i think um when i see it in other people now i i'm more of a okay my friend is hurting somehow what's wrong because mm-hmm. because to me these people are valueless and you letting them disturb you about a dress must be something else that's not just a dress it's, it can't be because you and i both know you don't really give a fuck if these people get your joke or not we both know that so then maybe it's time to take a break yes and and it's one of those things where for me not that things don't bother me not and all that stuff but for me i'm like yay i'm glad you to to that point you know because you have i wish i had more patience like you did in certain areas but I'm real quick to be like, fuck them and fuck that and fuck this and fuck that and do 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 because I'm like, I, I just don't care. You know, sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's a bad thing. You know, well, to I, actually I have mean, that within yourself where you're like, I, I just don't have time for this and you just cut it off. Well, I'll just point out, like, you always say that when I talk about this stuff, but whenever something happens with you, you come to me. Correct. So to me, it's not that these things don't bother you or you're out or whatever. It's just i think you're more conflict avoidant than i am agreed and you don't want to get into it with these people on social media and i'm not knocking it i think it's actually good i had to learn to be like that 
um but i'm a fighter if you say something to me i my instinct is to say something back agreed and i don't feel bad about that instinct Mm -hmm. in many ways it's been very protective of me and it's worked and helped me Mm -hmm. get where i am but you know i'm more your landing pad for stuff you know and so i think that's what happens but uh at the end of the day you know i'm not trying to uh I, like i said i've been there so when i'm not judging my friends when they go through it you know um a similar thing happens with uh, another friend where i see her sharing stuff now and i i'm like oh she's sharing these things because there's things happening in our lives that suck that are out of control you know you're we're dealing with a writer strike and all this shit in the industry and so maybe there's an opinion that you would have kept to yourself there's something happened on the timeline that you would have been like man i'm busy i got shit to do i but now you don't have that thing to do and it's like and you're worried about other shit and now it's like i will chime in on this issue and it's like well when these people respond to you i guess the way i look at it is like you're the one in control so if you let the people responding to you in a very predictable manner get to you you got to accept the responsibility of i didn't say this in the group chat to my friends i said this on the online to strangers and the illusion of control of this content is ridiculous i don't i honestly would look down on people if they truly believed that you can share something to your twitter circle or you can share something in private and it really not get out that's not how this works people screenshot it they share it anyway uh so there's nothing really private there tell your friends tell your friends if you truly just want to vent and have a place of understanding keep it there that's what i would do and when you don't i feel like that's as much of a statement as you as anything else when you say i'm gonna share it anyway and then when i get my predictable response i'm gonna be like oh this, these motherfuckers that are you wanted to feel that these motherfuckers anger you needed that for some reason you have to look in yourself why did you need it right and also i'm not even gonna lie i'm very truthfully i'm very grateful and i'm very thankful for you that when these things bother me or these things come at me that i can actually talk to you in a reasonable setting with somebody logical thinking with somebody that has a true investment in me like in me yeah um because because my thing is this i i do because we have two different personalities and the thing is yes i am conflict avoidance because my thing is that's not my first response and you have to know yourself i know me i like like i know me so if i get to the point and, and i'm better with this as i gotten older if i get to the point that i start responding it's not good because i'll be to the point where i'm like oh you have forced me to respond to you i've been trying to do everything to leave you alone because the situation is not that important to me for me to actually come to you because we don't have a relationship like that so the situation is not important enough to me for me to come and actually try to stranger online for me to try to come and actually have a reasonable response i know that most people are logical but online that's not the case and it's one of those things where if i do respond it's going to be okay i'm all in you wanted my undivided attention here i am 
and i don't function well in those situations and i have to be mentally aware of that to know where to draw lines and all that stuff like really like really though like i can get extremely dogmatic about things like that where it is it will be all consuming to me and i don't want to be that like like i can literally become that person all the side so i try myself to personally to defuse those things so that i will not get to that point where i'll be like all right motherfucker here i am god damn it i don't want i don't want to be there so i will do the other things in advance to prevent myself from going there but a lot of people they don't have those strategies they don't know themselves they don't they 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 don't have contingency plans in place for their feelings and emotions there's nothing wrong with feeling things there's nothing wrong with emotions the problem is what do you do when these emotions flood you you can't reject them you have to sit in them you have to process it you have to go through them in order to make yourself a better person but we live in a society where i felt something and motherfuckers freaked the fuck out they don't know how to respond to shit so okay something about slavery come up it makes them feel bad they just want to shut shit down they don't want you to talk about it or nobody to talk about it like bitch this is unrealistic and so for me you got to understand that and and find these things to 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 uh work your way through these things so that you won't be online doing these things and falling out with people and cussing motherfuckers out and, and making everybody mad and 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 and, and subtweeting and sub posting and everybody catching the fucking straight bullet people that was like now why am i in it and you don't know what happened that's because you was angry because the anger is an illusion of control that's not real uh classic r&b lover says uh oh wait no we, we did this one um now let's get to the comments on youtube about it um it was loose baby i believe um vanye lala says i or vanye lala says i'm not sure what that kiki was partying on her man for the internet i saw a post that said that catching a kiki's video was excitement about the song a producer had taken a clip from an interview she did a few weeks prior put it to music kiki's response to that post seemed to affirm it yeah uh vanye she was partying on her man i don't know if you've seen the same clips i saw but i saw the video performance i saw the you know uh i i think it's such a i think you just have to be in such denial to see that she's not partying on her man for the internet i get it she's getting her lick back and we're supposed to support like since he's was being a dick our support for her should be like this idea of like yeah fuck them girl burn the whole thing down still the father of her kids still some kind of relationship they probably right. have to have we don't have any personal investment uh it seems like so far it's just mostly a content thing we haven't heard anything about them breaking up uh he may have just be back to playing the role and they might be cool on the low we don't know i always worry about people doing anything that seems more in mind for the fickle ass social media internet than themselves um because i get the whole idea of the optics and everybody cares about the optics but that's because we want content we're not truly invested in these people as human beings it's plies sharing fucking uh britney spears dancing around to talk about how her panties look and all this shit meanwhile this woman could be having a whole mental health crisis we don't actually care about these people and we don't care about kiki palmer as a human being we care about how it makes us feel to be seen rooting for kiki palmer and if that means the 
her clap back or whatever moment is great content then that's what we care about if we find out later like yeah she actually is now in a big custody battle with her husband or with her uh boyfriend father of her child or anything like that we'll we won't really give a fuck that's not our life we you know so i think um the videos i saw maybe we saw different videos i'm not just talking about one about her being excited about a song i'm talking about videos of her talking about getting another man and and all this type of shit and multiple videos of it you know so um not knocking her she's human she gets to respond however she chooses to respond this isn't a she shouldn't be doing that or whatever if if you one of those i gotta get my lick back in public type people sure but just understand that that is you worried about the public right that that is by definition you worried about what these people think and i don't trust these people the the public and especially social media public is too fucking finicky for me to think catering to them is a good long-term plan because i've watched the same public turn on these black women mm-hmm. make them cry tell them they ain't shit because they them did offline. one thing and kiki has done those things in the past like kiki's an example of a person who has had these moments where she got fucking roasted by social media and took huge l's on social media everybody telling her to fuck her and i never liked you anyway so i'm like this the same people just because they on your side today don't mean shit these are the same people that were running you off the internet just a few short years ago right for statements that felt more ignorant and innocuous than they were purposely harmful inflammatory right but they didn't give a fuck because you're just content to them mm-hmm. uh allegra says i follow through on my internal threat to subscribe to the blackout tips youtube just to see bossy's guns really enjoy it when bossy is on she is one of my favorite blackout tips family members Yay! Too. we love to see it we love bossy um all right next episode uh is 2740 oh wait no 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 gotta go to spotify for podcasters and we gotta do the poll okay that's on me my bad uh so the poll was um did you know about the women can't be the women can't shout law in dubai Mm-mm. yes 12.5 percent no 87 and a half percent shout out to you 12.5 that googled that before y'all took the trip over there you know just well be- i don't yeah i don't know if they took the trip over there they just say uh, they know the law or not this is with spotify right no okay this is the normal poll, the normal poll okay. but spotify does have the exact same percentage ah shit but in the same 12 percent voted on both and y'all got that money y'all got that dubai money so uh yeah i I think it's interesting because i think the truth is most of us did not know Mm -mm. if not almost all of us did not know and i think 80 well you getting up to 90 percent basically that's all of us didn't know this shit and the response on social media to that woman's plight was a lot of how do you not know this will you go visit another country and i'm like bro what are you talking about yeah that's not some common law that everybody fucking knows i can i get if you said man you can't fuck in public or some shit that's against the law here right or you know but this is not something that's heavily talked about shouting oh and specifically a woman shouted if that was a man they couldn't have called the police and been like the man is shouting but a woman shouted they could literally get you thrown in jail right that's a lot right and then that motherfucker left the country fuck you 
uh watch out for those loose babies is the comment carly says i've definitely heard of urban legends of baby carriers car seats on the side of the road and when someone pulls over to investigate they are robbed but this is in the 90s nelson says please check out mickey guyton if you're going to check out a country artist i promise you will not be disappointed tori says you never know when one will try to get you yeah them loose babies the babies Raphael says look times are strange fuck them loose babies how about you treat you that's why you need to go to beautiful Seychelles in the tri- greatest trip of your time no hoax and you can scream and drink in freedom Leash says we don't die we multiply Adibola says can't resist the babies I ask God to protect me as I try to avoid bystander effect to offer positive human inter- interaction to people who seem to need it don't want to be scared out of being a decent person right not me if that baby if, if carly shit would have been real them babies be on their own ah, fuck them kids. you can be a good person in the back of that trailer getting sex traffic but not me sydney says what if i said jason aldean should have took one in vegas route 66 shooting i'd be wrong but it's okay for some people to elude that stuff but not others ain't nobody fooling with jason right mm-hmm. what a bitch i hate that dude like and i and like i said we'll find out later in the week that they did take black lives matter footage out of the fucking video just as i fucking thought when i watched it, i said man it seems like it's carefully crafted to where someone said okay it's two on the nose to show black people beating up cops mm-hmm. take the black people out make the same video with white people and then we'll just pretend that this is what it was about the whole time no the fuck it wasn't antifa don't know why I give a fuck about antifa you mean niggas right uh the fam you orgy wasn't real it was a college theme site they were just reference certain things about fam without saying the name of the school okay thank you roger i uh, appreciate your doing that that research for us okay I'm, I'm pretty sure you probably put in a lot of hours to find out the authenticity of that porn video and we appreciate you i'm gonna have Shout to do the same to uh the the next episode was um merrick still grinding mm-hmm newsy writes in i've been in court with a public defender who i watched scroll through zillow <gasps> well as long as you won the case right i mean ah! damn i get ready to take your money and put it on it as a down payment it is funny that that's the one job we like get off your phone but all the all of us at our jobs i don't give a fuck what you do you probably on your phone at some point <laughs> you're like my job ain't that important where i got to pay attention 100 percent of the time your like, job, you need to listen and your job is definitely important enough to somebody but you don't give a fuck Mm-mm. uh Abby says congratulations to on the voiceover job when i heard that carly russell lied i was also sad alone being i uh, can't imagine some right-wing people using her to case to talk shit about black people and i know if they do that it's on them still don't make it easier for them yeah i have completely uh decolonized my mind from that kind of shit i don't care so like and, and this is for the vast majority of things this is why when you listen to the show you almost I, I would say almost never but i feel confident saying never hear us be like don't do this because racist people will then say blank makes them racist i don't care it's their racist people will always find a way to be racist mm-hmm. right-wing people will always find it because much of what they believe is in the absence of evidence in the first place so a carly russell to me has no extra admonishment because of the well black women go missing for real and now they won't look for the next one if they weren't gonna look for the next one they weren't gonna look for the next one where the carly russell did what she did or not Agreed. so i refuse to accept those excuses and also you're a public your public servant your job is to look for people i refuse to give you an excuse you fucking go look that's the goddamn job so right. i don't the job yeah i don't feel that 
i don't i've completely divorced myself from that level of disappointment for black people that do fucked up shit uh although you know updated news it seems like they are gonna charge her for this shit Mm. and i was hoping they wouldn't to be honest but if i'm being fair they should if i'm being fair they should because when it's some white woman saying two mexicans tried to kidnap me from michael's and she go to jail i'll be like good what the fuck you know what i mean when it's jesse smollett i remember people um all the way up probably to today some people still make excuses for that bullshit and i'm like no this motherfucker did something and kept pushing it they gotta he gotta get in trouble now hopefully carly's not gonna do a jesse and keep trying to escalate and and keep lying sounds like she's admitted to it so hopefully it's a slap on the wrist to find some you know something that she's not gonna really be taken away from her family i think it's more of a mental health situation Mm -hmm. than anything else um because of what she did is so outlandish i can't imagine it's not a mental health thing you know i know people go i don't like to give that excuse it's not an excuse i think it's an explanation and if any 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 reason you have is going to lead back to only a person going through a mental health situation would think that was reasonable so you even you're like i won't give her that well you're not giving anybody shit it's just what happened that the kind of decision making that happened there is the kind of decision making that is coming from a person that's having some sort of mental issues right because you know at the end of the day it's time it's money it's resources it's manpower that went into this and that shit matters Mm-hmm. um all right Ramsey D. Jenkins says five stars because Mary stay grinding. EVE says, I gotta admit that I believe Carly Russell nearly to the end. I think the people who are calling her a lying ass bitch are saying they knew all along, though days earlier they were posting prayers for Carly content, never mm-hmm. gave a fuck about her in the first place. Yes, Clout seems to be a hell of a drug. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And that's why it does make me nervous when Kiki Palmer is catering to these people. These are not, these people are always looking for content and clout and shit that is not real they don't care about people i think that's what throws me off about the carly thing it's hard for me to reconcile that you cared because she's a human being and 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 you just wanted her back or did you care because of what you can make that political statements mean for you and how it made you look to other people to care because the way that you so the opposite of caring the second that you you know that the story came in and something was up feels very like like put it this way let's say it was your niece somebody you love and she did this right and you let's say even in the beginning you had your suspicions but you you want her found you want her to come home right right so you say hey can we please find my niece okay she comes home you find out she's lying how many of you if that was your niece your loved one the person you care about would be on the internet like this line bitch make me make jokes let me make most of you would not because you actually care about that person and you would be like got an investment and what would you would move from concern that she was missing to concern to what was going on with you carly that made you go through this correct that's what most of us would do with someone we actually cared about so the way that they went 100 i'm I'm glad you wrote in because you're helping me figure this out in my brain the way they went 100 percent in the opposite direction so quickly tells me you didn't care in the first place Mm -mm. that was also clout that was also just 
how do i make this hashtag missing black girls and woe is me and nobody ever looks for black women and da 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 how do i make this a cause off of her but i do i care about her not the fuck really some people would have been happy if she was never found or if the worst that happened to her just so they could keep making it about another cause that's not really her and it's about me yes i 100 percent agree because it turned from being concerned to a lot of them anger because they because for some of them they felt like i wasted my posts i wasted my tweets i wasted you know this shine on some fake shit like and, and a lot of them because it wasn't about her they was like why she was just missing for real like the fuck is this you know why she got to be lying why couldn't they have found her dead they did not actually care it turned to anger because in their mind all of a sudden she fucked up their content and some of them been arguing with people the whole time when they didn't know and now they feel foolish so they have to make her the butt of the joke because it's like Mm -hmm. i feel dumb for pointing out all these macro reasons and arguing with people that didn't believe her the whole time and so it's just like i said it turns into something that's not really about her and Mm -mm. i think I, i thank you uh eve for helping me put that together because i think that's what bothered me the whole time is how quick it just went to another place that doesn't seem like it's really about her either so mm-hmm. um yeah appreciate you and yeah and the people that even the, the people that held out hope to the end i i feel like they just didn't want this black woman to have been like so many white women and other people that have made shit up in the past but nobody has a monopoly on that Mm-mm. uh comments on youtube hugh gordon says merrick garland the new impossible white man and he didn't even have to be caught in blackface to do it <laughs> yeah uh all right and then the poll do you ever look at social media while working yes right everybody was mad at that judge 91 percent of y'all but i'm not a judge either i don't give a fuck what you you do something that somebody thinks is important is my fucking point it's a job if you are a judge it becomes a job at some point you spend eight hours in in at you and you looking at marvel snap and somebody's life (laughs) on the line because to you it's just a job is it right it's not right Mm -hmm. i don't want my surgeon looking at tiktok why the fuck they doing my surgery i get it but i also if i'm being frank don't want the motherfucker that takes my call for customer service when i call time warner i don't want them on the fucking tiktok either but it's not human human nature is that we just get used to the shit agreed anyway the people with money many less so 91 percent of the people without money on our website 72 spotify people that's because they are the judges they are the lord they are the surgeons okay mm-hmm. 28 percent no but still 72 percent is still a lot of fucking people mm-hmm. keep locking them up was the q a carrie says keep your foot on a neck married dog locked up throw away the key says kisha yeah, toy says i love to see it stacy says yes Raphael says allow me to use this chant lock them up lock them up it would be nice to be at the courthouse ringing a shame bell as they're dragged to jail <laughs> but they ivermectin people so i'm shaming them from home lock they stinky maga asses up and throw away the key mary garland ain't playing with your bullshit says james katie says yes you used a prison clip y'all think she was the person that suggested prison honey um kim said i mean keith says lock those hypocrites up and throw away the key i saw this as a staunch prison i say this as a staunch prison abolitionist 
obviously of course obviously of obviously. course i understand blair says i love y'all i'm a new listener i listen to like 30 different podcasts and you're my new number one i just started paying for the lot content i'm gonna keep it keep being funny great and awesome thank you blair we number one we number one we love to see it we do thank you baby all right let's get to the last episode of the week on this high note here all right the last episode was 2742 paying hennessy rates now we would have just named it hennessy rates but we already had an episode named hennessy rates because we talked about this before and found it just as fucking funny at the time i clear i don't know why i was like ooh, never heard of it before uh went through too many shows y'all so we had gastor and and shalewa on from the war report podcast oh, that was so much fun some of our favorite guests a lot Yay. of yours favorite guests y'all love them let's go to the comments tanya w42 says this episode was so great i listened to it twice Oh. Abia says, "I know Shalewa from Keith and the Girl, and I find her always extremely likable. I know mm-hmm. she's adorable. Every time I listen to her anywhere, I just want to be her best friend. I feel like she gives that energy to everyone. I'm not special. We're all mm-hmm. in the same. I wish Shalewa was my best friend. Vote, and I don't know how <laughs> she, I don't know how she does it, but it's amazing. I love her." Abia says, I know you didn't talk about it, but I read in American media about those European heat waves. Well, we had the coldest summer in years, 60 to 70 degrees and lots of rain. Just wanted to put, put this out. Go truth. Eve says, great episode with Gaster and Shalewa. I became a fan of the war report from the first time they were on. I love to hear that. I love when we love somebody, we put them on the show and then y'all love them. That's a great feeling. And I know it's just our people and not everybody is for everyone but when y'all can get on that wavelength of oh i like this mm-hmm. it, we get it it is a blast that that podcast is so hilarious because they have great chemistry and gastro always cracks me up because he always sends shout outs to the most inappropriate thing he does you been hearing some shit but like, you be like no no this is not an appropriate shout out yeah yeah gaster gastro will say some stuff sometimes where i'm just like only gastro can get away with saying that <laughs> you know when he's like talking about putting all his money in crypto or whatever and and seeing how it could work i was like yeah gas door of course they'd be like shout out to crypto you'd be like no yeah. no shout out to crypto shout out to martin screlly or something you just <laughs> like that seems like an inappropriate shout out how did we get here pretty sure that's a bad person gas but if you like it i love it um let's see i didn't feel the least bit sorry for mitch mcconnell that man is so evil he's rotting from the inside he probably just shits his pants shit his pants and was embarrassed y'all heard that too and that was i hate to to sound so uh you know like basic in a joke that i feel like is a street joke and everybody probably made the same joke but that is absolutely my first thought was is he shitting on himself you know like (laughs) like like something's wrong yeah what happened here like is this man just did he just shit on himself and then we all got to pretend like we didn't see that this man just shit on himself because it felt like what I, I mean look i haven't seen a lot of people shit on themselves in public i'm sure it's embarrassing the people in mm-hmm. general but i've seen toddlers do it and it felt like what a toddler does mm-hmm. and it looked like what a toddler does when they shitting so mm-hmm. anyway um people on the left seem to be falling over themselves to wish this man well as if to prove they're good people even though they know the right wouldn't have had the same courtesy this is why i will always go back to when and how you motherfuckers out there talk shit about michelle obama yes when she said when they go low we go high 
and you all lied and said no i go to the flow i go to hell Mm -hmm. i go no you don't because you have to play by rules and you have to be right and morally superior you never truly go low you always have a bunch of him and hawing on our side about going low you can't even say trump got a little dick without somebody being like well one of well see that's what a penis a micro penis is is what some people right. have with it. and it's like what what are y'all doing right you be like this nigga's orange how how dare you talk about I'm, the color of his skin i'm trying to insult this man on purpose this ain't an accident Mm-mm. i do want him to feel bad by the rules and morals that he has not mine you know i remember i remember this a long time ago and this person doesn't fuck with me no more thank god because i honest to god i i would have cursed this person out that's how bad this point was and it made me so frustrated but melania trump posed in playboy and yet republicans love her what a classy first lady and then they call michelle obama all kinds of harlots for showing her arms and shit yes sir and i pointed this out on my facebook page and somebody was in there like well first of all we shouldn't slut shame melania shut the fuck up (laughs) like what are you talking about what are you literally fucking talking about right now i don't have a problem with people doing sex work their side does and they are hypocrites and i will always point it out and if you can't understand that very simple point that i'm making this is not fucking 202 this is 101 shit i'm saying get the fuck out of my face because you just want to look morally superior you want to feel morally superior like look i love sex work and so i would never shut the fuck up i'm not talking about you feeling bad about it i'm talking about the people that slant that shame people the people that call this black upstanding woman all kinds of manners of whore and ugly and beast and 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 all this shit for fucking eight years and then accepted the kind of person they supposed to be calling a whore and a slut in the white house as if she was royalty accepted the fact that she only she speaks with an accent as if that didn't they gonna call barack obama every level a fucking foreigner and want to see his birth certificate this woman got a whole ass accent and they like she from transylvania they didn't say shit so if i can't point that out without you trying to play some moral fucking high ground with me get out of my face that's the point i'm making so we never get to go low for real so we end up in this mitch mcconnell shits himself or has a stroke and everybody got to do well listen my father had a stroke and Mm-mm. i but wish you, him well daddy, he ain't doing this shit i wish well did your daddy try to take away my rights to vote right did he because i'll tell you fuck him too if he i don't give a fuck that's his stroke y'all deal with that as the old lady in the new clip says am i supposed to feel sorry for that bitch i don't <laughs> mm-hmm. she said fuck that shout dude. out the three guys on no that's us i'm supposed to feel sorry for that bitch i don't i don't that's our clip although maybe they play it on there too i don't remember uh speaking of another piece of shit jason aldean is trash several stories about him being a garbage human being and it says so much about him by the way his fans have attacked anyone with the slightest critique of him by using racial slurs trash or trash trash yeah i'm not gonna lie i haven't been privy to that online discussion so i'll take your word for it uh i i, I don't know i know his, his song went to number one in the country or number one in the country music or number two in the country music uh i don't know every take i've seen about it is mostly to me stupid it's a lot of don't talk about this takes a lot of you know is it really racist takes i saw a freedom of speech take from somebody i most of the takes i'm seeing about this are just doing so much to avoid the obvious 
maybe they want to have a deeper critical thinking level of it but this one just seems very simple to me and i I don't think he's worth going back and forth with his fans i don't think it's worth giving him benefit of the doubt they just he seems to revel in the you know culture wars of freedom of speech and y'all not gonna tell me what to do and i want america just to go back to when it was i I don't know seem like we've seen this before and to me it's easy to just cast it as he's probably racist and i haven't seen whatever the scuttlebutt is about him personally being a piece of shit but that always happens when somebody does anything newsworthy so it's you know i'll I'll just chalk that up to just part of the news cycle agreed uh let's see comments on youtube my mom says hilarious show laughing sweating emoji I, I i did know when we had chalet one gaster on i said my mom's gonna love these two mm-hmm. not that she doesn't love all our guests but you know sometimes i'm like my mom's gonna comment on this one <laughs> uh Christoph says when gaster said we could sit in silence and eat this food that spoke to my soul preaching the good word <laughs> absolutely um and i learned how to do that over the years like like i said i honey i would talk i could talk motherfucking paint off the wall but as you get older you begin to know it's a time to talk and it's a time just to shut the fuck up and nobody actually cares to give a fuck about what you got to say and uh that's a hard pill for people to swallow especially people that talk all the time i love to hear themselves talk uh then we had comments on the q a would you uh oh wait i'm sorry first we had the poll should they have jailed the person who sold drugs to michael k williams yes or no i was actually surprised by the percentage Mm -mm. 62 percent did say no but 38 percent said yeah and on spotify was even closer 46 and 54 percent so maybe you know the audience just disagrees on this one but to me i don't see what good came of putting this 72 year old dude in jail right for three years like what is it gonna do you know unless you think he purposely tried to kill this man and especially when you find out the 72 year old has substance abuse problems of his own it doesn't but this is the point i want to make i think we have a pretty liberal audience they're at least center left if not what i believe to be pretty fucking left um just not radical extreme left or whatever the fuck people are calling it online our pretty liberal audience who does know the the dangers of over incarceration they know the dangers of that came after the mass incarceration that spawned off of the crack epidemic we've talked about over policing we've talked about all this stuff on this podcast Mm -hmm. and we're pretty honest and frank about it and i don't think we're extremely punitive people i don't think we're like people that rejoice in in folks going to jail for nonviolent offenses uh many of these people probably do drugs many of these people think there's too many people in jail because of drug offenses where they shouldn't be in jail many of these people probably sympathize with the amount of black people who were thrown in jail and seen as irredeemable criminals and then turned around and we watched the opioid epidemic where they actually treat people that are addicts like addicts and want them to get help mm-hmm. many of us probably are envious of that start all types of programs all types of shit and yet our audience 40 percent on our website 46 percent on spotify want to see this 72 year old man put in jail yeah because at the end of the day america not you know majorities of americans you know there might be people for other parts of the world we are very punitive as much as we quote unquote claim this for a lot of people they only want sympathy compassion and understanding 
to people that they can relate to and people that look like them. Most people will never admit that, but that is the truth. Because for a lot of people, it's locked them up until this your family member. It's locked them up until this you. It's, it's locked them up, you know, fuck their mental health un- unless it's your family member. You know, most people, the compassion only extends to me and mine. It does not extend to society as a whole. I'm not, human nature. for the record, I'm not even shaming these folks. Mm-mm. The point I'm trying to make is, being punitive is part of the quote-unquote justice system mm-hmm. and it's not just right-wing conservatives that believe in that agreed people are upset one of their favorite actors is dead right and at this point they can't possibly think this is better for society for this person they don't think this 72 year old is a menace and all this shit what they want is revenge this man is dead and i liked his acting i would like someone to pay for it i need to feel that and that is part of the justice system we don't discuss when you talk right. about prison abolition and all this shit those people are so out to lunch because a lot of the times they won't accept that people are punitive and it is a part of what people consider to be justice not just in america everywhere we over incarcerate in america but we we ain't we over incarcerate but um every single society has some form of jail some form of Something. penalty that is associated with doing stuff it's not just a for the goodness of the heart of the it it is a no 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 no. part of this is what you did was so heinous and i think this is lightweight and a great example i i didn't anticipate these results from our audience but it's a great example of motherfuckers really are punitive regardless of what they listen to believe say all that shit right and this is why uh and not to get off topic but this is why it's very very hard and people online don't understand why uh, uh abolish the police and you know prison abolitions is a hard thing to sell they go well they was like you know they get to a certain point and then it's like no people do believe if somebody fuck with me and mine i need something in place to quote unquote punish them you just can't let people just go around and do what the fuck they quote unquote want to do and that's very hard to get the average person to get outside of that mind frame you know of something because the first question is what if something happened to me who would i turn to and i do not want to live somewhere where it's going to be lawlessness you know i just don't because i know that the quote-unquote only thing that is protecting a lot of black and brown and marginalizing other people now we still get beat up we still get fucked up we still get killed don't get me wrong at an alarming rate but the only thing that is preventing certain things from happening is these laws and these things in place because they know if they do shit not all the time but every now and then somebody will be held accountable and responsible for doing shit that's why can't nobody bust up in your house and just take everything and ramshack because of these laws i don't want a place of lawlessness so unless you gonna tell people that something's going to be in place where i have something to go to and i don't want no feelings i don't want no tribal council i want rules and regulations and laws so i know that something's going to happen people feel like this and until you get to the root foundation of that you're never going to get people to change their minds uh the q a who will oprah come out of retirement to interview right now honestly i would love a unabashed interview with z jingping says creasy trayvon says britney spears and her family <laughs> i feel like that's cheating because you know that they can't be in the same place at the same time and Monty says Issa ray it's a ray 
see i I think Issa ray is giving interviews and she's doing too much positive shit i think it would take like a huge messy scandal to get oprah to come out Mm -hmm. um oprah got an interview the extraterrestrials when they inevitably make their earth debut that's a good one that's a great one i do think she would interview the aliens she would get the scoop yes yes beyonce says beyonce says bianca vladimir putin his egotistic ass would think that he can disrespect oprah once oprah done with him he would totally be demystified i'll pay to watch the interview i absolutely disagree i think he might poison her water don't do it oprah Mm -mm. danielle letty says carly russell oh i low-key i feel like carly not big enough like if carly would have stayed on the run for like two years and came back okay that would yes but two days um that's not on oprah radar Beyonce or T- Ta-Nehisi Coates, I think they got the same issue as Issa Rae. You know, Ta-Nehisi couldn't possibly, Beyonce and Ta-Nehisi are, they're on the list though, mm-hmm. because they don't do interviews really. So it would be a get, but they also need something messy to happen too. Mm-hmm. And Roger says, I would say B or VP Harris, but I really wanted to interview Duchess Carisha Young, Miami Brownlee, aka the Black Oprah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think so i don't know who that is uh he's talking about um uh uh wait maybe i'm thinking the wrong person let me google to make sure i'm saying before i say some wrong shit okay yeah young miami yeah that's what i thought from um uh act up you get smacked up what the fuck is the name of the group city city girls i think Ah, okay but uh once again i don't think young miami i don't think oprah's waking getting out of bed i don't think she's taking that phone call that's not worth it to her yeah i think when i say oprah interview i'm thinking big i think aliens was the best answer so far yeah she she ain't gonna move for nothing yeah um uh, all right like, i make more money in my sleep than, y- than some of y'all niggas make all year all right let's get to the next segment which is our instagram segment let me play some music first Cook that up, bro, bro. for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. All right let's get to the instagram segment right now we're tentatively thinking doing it for the gram i think if i remember i'll make this the q a mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. so y'all can make suggestions and next week we'll pick a name definitively but doing it for the gram is a pretty good name uh so doing it for the gram on the blackout tips uh instagram we had a post what is the best slang white people came up with oh that's a good one they got some good ones and i said for example no more mr nice guy i love that let's go through the list it's me fink says oh that is rich (laughs) (laughs) oh that's a good one oh that is rich is a good one i like oh that's rich they was in their bag that day oh that's rich that's basically like that's them saying bullshit that's cap (laughs) that is white people's version of that's cap uh (laughs) miss christopher says whatever and she put included a uh the a gif because you can do the jeff gif whatever you call it okay on instagram now and it's somebody doing the w a white woman doing the w sign of whatever like uh let's see who else miss smart says hold it right there buddy (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one that's a good one that's that's freeze you know i like buster brown buster brown is that i didn't know that was a white person one but that's a good one how many niggas you go you know talk about buster brown i feel like buster brown could be old school black people Mm. but i i don't know i don't i have no okay you know instant mari says anything followed by pal (laughs) pal is a good one that's pal is a good one wang dang doodle now that feels racist to me (laughs) and white people are good at coming up with racism of course they they did invent the n-word which is the greatest racist of all time greatest racism art acres says newsflash buddy <laughs> newsflash is a dude that is they jam <laughs> newsflash newsflash buddy is there you got me fucked up newsflash buddy uh that's mighty white of you now see i assumed we came up with that yeah i don't i don't uh, yeah i don't think that would be yeah i feel like they like a black person said that to another black person a long time ago and then white people co-opted it uh more olivia says why i oughta (laughs) why i oughta uh damien says that's what she said (laughs) they do they do love what that's what she said (laughs) that's definitely one of theirs okay i remember the peak that's what she said days during the office and uh it was out of control <laughs> well that really screwed the pooch says that's a good one daddy that is they jail who came up with that first because do you that really screwed the pooch who came up with that first because that person basically was, i'm assuming was making a j- joke about fucking a dog what else can screwing the pooch mean so someone came up with this phrase of man you really had sex with a dog just now and they were like yep that's gonna lie that that caught on that became too spicy for the pepper everybody was like i'm gonna say that you really screwed the pooch on this one (laughs) and it's normally said when you fucked up Mm -hmm. which is like so is the implication you accidentally fucked a dog like you were meant to do something else but I, like, I meant to fuck a woman but i fucked the dog man i really screwed the pooch today <laughs> uh using darn or heck that feels very minnesota nice same thing with g whiz g whiz yeah g whiz is not that didn't i like me a g willikers but g whiz 
there's definitely white people you're barking up the wrong tree now here's the thing for golden eye kwan with that one combine that earlier with the person that said pal i love her you're barking up the wrong tree pal yeah yes that's that's that that's a definitely you got me fucked up in whiteness translating pure white uh that really grinds my gears says angela yeah that's a good one too that's that's black people you're getting on my last nerve you're getting on getting on my nerves really you really grind my gears uh are you writing all these down or something over there what's going on oh i'm just oh okay i was just looking over there i'll just i thought maybe you were trying to make them all titles of the show or something uh they ain't that ingenious to come up with any slang that sticks that's wrong they came up with our number one slang which is nigger <laughs> so dj Joplin, you absolutely that, wrong that one will last of all time that that yeah. is their number one jam like like they so mad they can't top that like that was like the pinnacle and they like never recovered they was like damn it nothing's lasted Blue the load. nothing's lasted longer than that one you know that that's so inventive they'll take other races and just throw that word on the end right uh flicks chick g says don't goat rope me never heard of that one that's a new one to me the fuck is goat rope i have no idea what kind of white people do you know that that comes up (laughs) goat rope (laughs) a confusing disorganized situation often attributed to or marked by human error literally never heard of this shit me either well you you dealing with some different kind of whites i mean you in deep there's some wise and cheat wine and cheese country whites or something well charcuterie boards totally says sonic geek and i guess you mean it like totally mm-hmm. like in the 90s as if <laughs> come on as if that's also a that's cap that's also a that's cap uh bacon a uh, dog bacon making bacon uh, make a bacon ceiling zilla says i just had to explain now we're cooking with gas to my gaming friends from south america is now a favorite because it absolutely is ridiculous oh my god yeah, now we're cooking with gas that is a good one that absolutely is yeah that's 100 percent white you're like cooking what the fuck what the fuck is we cooking i imagine that that slang happened because the first person that had a gas stove wanted to brag yeah and they was like you know come over to my house i cook dinner for us and then they started cooking and i was like oh y'all still using them um charcoals y'all still using them 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 them, them charcoal bricks y'all still using that open flame y'all still using them wood chips <laughs> now we cooking with gas yes you broke bitch mike kaplan oh shit he says hold the phone that's a good one that is a good one hold the phone yes hold the phone definitely white people's i can't believe this you ain't gonna like yeah hold the phone that's a good one that has multiple uses yes um uh well if that just don't beat all that's for creasy that's a good one that's hilarious miss christmas says pull my finger yeah i guess i didn't kind of i guess it's white slang is that white slang i don't know that's white slang i feel like pulling my leg is white slang pull my finger is just a fart joke which white people probably invented yeah that's gonna sound like a fart joke but they don't really use it as like a phrase it's just like a them being gross look here bucko (laughs) (laughs) not bucko that's a good one. Ah! Never Bucko. heard of Bucko. 
i've heard of bucko i've heard that one before look here bucko but my favorite thing is that at some point bucko also became fucko i've seen white people say fucko before oh look here bucko is pretty good sheesh says let's go lexo i didn't know that was white but it do make sense sheesh cheese steve says it's a tie between heavens to betsy heavens to betsy yes and jeez louise <laughs> i like that jeez louise let's vote for them who is louise who is betsy and louise and right. why did they get stuck with that paul paul y'all, y'all just be picking a random white person's white woman's name some woman named elizabeth they just maybe that was the first karen i don't know apparently so uh you're cruising for a bruising that's a good one that's definitely a fafo situation (laughs) kayla says dilly dallying dilly dallying that that means fucking around that means wasting time right uh i like that that's that is some good white slang i think i use that sometimes me too aj says don't piss on my head and call it rain <laughs> they definitely do that. They definitely <laughs> uh, cooking with gas lola says mm-hmm. nashio says i'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum and i'm all out of gum uh i do like that uh they don't say it enough willy-nilly <laughs> that's another good one yes it is k-can says holy fuck that's a good one too i use that golly g says open your eyes look up to the skies yes golly g golly is a good geez. one that's up there with g willikers langston says whatever used to cut people deep and don't let mckenzie add double loser to it it was over uh J- jonathan says cut the malarkey mm. that's definitely y'all malarkey i don't even know what the fuck a malarkey is chef kiss sprinkle salt bay emoji they did that they cut the malarkey they did that one uh bitch please says us still zero seven i'm not sure that's them i feel like bitch please is us <laughs> i feel like that is us thing at least the way we use it i don't i feel like they don't white people white people are a little too literal with they with they stuff they would have really meant please bitch do do this thing for me um leslie says that really gets my goat that's them that's them mm-hmm. and what does it mean to get the goat i don't know i don't know was someone stealing what, ha- goats? what happens once you get the goat yeah was someone stealing people goats <laughs> and it was like oh that really gets my goat this guy <laughs> <laughs> that's so simple and insulting it is it is this guy this, uh, someone said that's their way of calling someone an asshole yes <laughs> can you believe this guy this guy oh this is a good one jvb says friggin a yes friggin a yeah friggin a fucking a i don't even know what the a stands for mm. that is they shit uh j252 says look here buddy or newsflash buddy are my face because look here buckaroo i've heard that one yeah look uh what whatever coming after those phrases are getting ready to be said with conviction uh that's what she said we got that already no more mr nice guy hey that's my example that's what we started with preacher says i've had it up to here yeah that's a good not up to here and they put their hand up yeah it's nobody above their head yeah that's, I'm not uh, fucking, that's what you know it's serious not fucking around with y'all no more mm-hmm. 
manifest destiny now that's a good one in that they came up with it it's a bad one in that they don't use it as slang it's mm-hmm. not really slang was the last time a white person dropped manifest destiny in passing True. you know uh, i had it up to here they say that still uh as if this one's french canadian but used in english says shut up podcast fuck the dog it's another way to say you didn't do shit today oh mm. that's a new one that's that's weird that fuck the dog has a different meaning than screwed the pooch <laughs> hmm. uh <laughs> outcastic one says don't press your luck buddy come on <laughs> That, that that's a slow your horses that's another one that yeah. you slow your horses yes lots of imagination says dude L- oh elbows are on the table says can't cut the mustard oh yeah, that's uh that's a good one they can't cut the mustard because that that's not ours can't cut the mustard they were in the zone yes okay? can't cut the mustard i don't even know what think about mint. i right. don't i don't know if they you know they tried mayo they was like nah mayo don't work what can't cut the mustard mustard is a liquid basically <laughs> everything a spoon could cut mustard and i guess that's the point so if you they can't say, cut it right if they say you can't cut the mustard you know how you ain't shit <laughs> you they really saying you completely ain't shit you are so inept you can't cut a fucking not solid thing wow appia's appia says well today i wanted to participate in the instagram poll but as a white foreigner from a non-english speaking country maybe next time all right well i'm sure germany got plenty of shit that's mm-hmm. white people slang but it's okay you feel, no 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 pressure to contribute <laughs> black octagon says that's a bunch of hooey <laughs> not hooey what the hell is a hooey <laughs> oh that's so good uh some 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 of these is 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 uh white people across the country had depends on where you live because i what the hell is a hooey is that what the hoosiers were i don't know is that hooey and a blowfish i don't know but a bunch of hooey is white and why don't they still use that they should do that more often i want to see jeff van gunny covering the nba and the ref make a bad call and he call it a bunch of hooey y'all are losing recipes yes y'all are he was as mad as a hornet says ben do art mm, that's a good one mm-hmm. uh that's why they pay you the big bucks <laughs> screw the pooch shut your white mouth that's not whites what what they i think i think wilder just wanted to say something because <laughs> i'm about to say they normally uh uh don't you know it's like when they actually that thing don't have the race in it when they yeah. talk to each other shut, right if you would just said shut your mouth maybe mm-hmm. but shut your white mouth is not a i mean maybe you know just some different white people did not I, know and that's I possible agreed. but i've never heard that one in any of my adventures with the white with the with the other side okay um and lastly holy smokes that's a good one great job everyone great job i love this segment okay doing it for the gram uh tentatively named uh now let's get into the emails the last thing no voicemails
all right <clears throat> final segment voicemails i mean emails we didn't get any voicemails this week uh professor caritha says just my luck dear rod and karen hope this message finds you well i'm writing in to wine y'all made the announcement about the live show shortly after i arranged to be in minneapolis to see janelle monet with a friend whose birthday is the same week it's a perfect example of how we just can't do everything it's no one's fault i'm happy to be there for my friend but i'm doing a little whining now to get it out my system lol sending good energy to you all and all of the blackout to nation i'll see y'all next time uh p.s the draped domainers podcast is brilliant in so many ways with the ai assistant perfection you had to mention on the pregame the freedom of creating a fictional character to help the story but the execution works so freaking well yeah i didn't write that one and the ai being monet exchange i think if you guys would have saw the first draft versus what we ended up with uh that monet exchange performance just top completely took it to the next level and I, i love that um as far as just not being able to make it obviously if we i brought up earlier and i don't want to pile on or make it seem like it's an issue but no need to write in about it guys if you can't make it no one's holding you any there's no we're not holding you hostage we're not disappointed there's no negativity towards it Mm -mm. um and just as an artist as a creative as the person that's gonna be doing this event let me just be completely transparent with y'all when someone writes in to tell you they're not gonna make it it doesn't feel good you know because you want to create a vibe of who like we're having fun the people that can make it are gonna have fun the people that don't make it wish they could be there but it's cool they're not gonna be there they'll be missed it'll still be a good time you'll be able to watch the video later you can buy virtual tickets if you want to support but it's 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 like uh it's like if you're holding a wedding and people keep sending the RSVPs that they're not going to make it. And it's like, damn, is anybody coming to the wedding? That's just the anxiety and stuff we start to have as the creators of it. So no need to write in that you can't make it. I'm only saying it now because it's going to be the beginning of a lot of people who can't make it writing in to tell us they can't make it. And it feel, I feel similar to like JL Covan when he's doing a live show and people are, are like, I'm your biggest fan. Uh, I wish it was at, three o'clock i would have made it but since it's at seven o'clock i can't oh i wish you came directly to my house and we're doing the show while i was and it's like at some point it's it's like a little bit like come on man just you can't make it in the school you know uh preston writes in uh episode 2739 worst date ever karen be knowing i appreciate the take on friendship and its impact on relationships adult friendships are difficult enough but a partner who is resistant to your friends makes it even more problematic as a gay man that's even more of an issue luckily my husband and i have matured to have friends who respect our relationships while being great friends thanks see you at the live show preston thanks preston and uh yeah definitely i I mean we're just speaking on cishet relationships i can't even imagine same-sex relationships because a lot of times people are going to look at that like y'all definitely gonna fuck you know loose baby was the next episode aaron says hello karen and rod your discussion with bossy on social media is the exact reason i'm using it much less and taking everything i see there with a grain of salt i actually think listening to y'all talk about how toxic twitter and social media can be helped me look at it through a different perspective and filter through all of the bs i used to get angry upset triggered and fought people in the comments and even have my mood affected outside the online space and i had to stop going on for a while and get back into the right mindset I watch a lot of YouTube. I recently watched a video where three people had to guess what crime a group of other people committed from a list of crimes. One of the guesses was a defense attorney who had been practicing for 20 years. She guessed that one of the participants was black. He was South Asian. And I looked at, uh, and looked at part of the crime scene she guessed for him based on what 
was portrayed in the media this participant uh and another black male participant rightfully called her out saying they felt hurt because her whole job is to defend others and help the community with their experience and have good discernment especially after 20 years of experience while she just was wildly guessing crimes based on what she sees on the media and tv right now i'm mentioning this because i like to read the comments on youtube for feedback and curious curiosity of what others think a lot of people were praising the two men for calling her out but also hoping she loses her job get this bar calling her names and just wishing for her life to be ruined i thought this was wild because y'all don't really know how well she does her job or really anything other than that 10 minute video right and it was just playing like not playing the game but you know it was presented and she just gets it's not like she's doing her job as far as investigating and all that stuff you're kind of going off the top of the dome like hopefully she could use this as a good learning experience to take a look at her own biases and so she could be a better defense attorney and continue to help people but it was up to the commentator she would be fired disbarred and had her house burned down yeah my main problem with that is those people that's a setup mm-hmm. like y'all basically playing guest the race again we play for fun here yes but if you'll notice sometimes when we have certain guests on we don't even play that game because i don't want them to ever get in a situation like this where somebody's like oh eljoy williams is a a, a representative of this district and the naacp right. and she was over here guessing the race was this that and the other now if the person really wants to play i'm not going to stop him because eldroy don't give a fuck right. but my point being like there's certain people where i'm like yeah this game is not worth the possibility of what people can do correct and i do think it's fucked up that um i don't think it's fucked up she guessed black i think it's fucked up that people had her playing this whatever this stupid ass inflammatory game is mm-hmm. and people fail for the hook line and sinker and say "Ooh, ooh, look what she doing she races i think that's dumb mm-hmm. um because if she would have been correct what would that have proven right let's say she said white that would have been okay there's the the, the fucking game is stupid <clears throat> mandy says jason and carly dear rod and karen about carly she should get consequence for her action because black women and children get missing and it goes unnoticed she basically just played us but at the same time she may have done this because she knew that the public and media never cared about the kidnapping of black women i don't know but i don't want to hear excuses there needs to be accountability for her actions um i get that people feel punitive about it i just don't think it's going to change anything for black women that go missing Mm -mm. if if people weren't going to look for them before this they weren't going to look after this and if they were going to look before this they're still going to look so i don't think it changes anything and i think i think if anything people spent so much time trying to make her case about all black women right then now there's a punitive level of like making her pay but if you notice she's never been the one that brought up anything about being a black woman and how much y'all need to look for her because she's black this ain't jesse smollett right and it's also one of those things like a lot of stuff people treated her as a mascot and not a actual human being and that was the problem from the beginning because people quote unquote root for mascots you don't actually care about them and you know a lot of people didn't care and a lot of people i understand you being upset because you go well y'all make this big thing y'all don't really care no and they're not going to care about the next one right if they didn't care but but my thing is you don't care if you went from i need her to be found to i need her to be punished you don't care about her Mm -mm. and just leave it at that because what i would be thinking is i need her to get some mental help agreed i wouldn't be thinking of this as a punishment situation you know if i cared about black women the way y'all say y'all care i don't see how you flipped it to we got to make an example out of her i think what when does the system make an example out of somebody actually change anything right you know we had the death penalty in america it's not stopping people from killing people it ain't stopping shit 
<clears throat> second the jason aldean fiasco i hate to say this but i don't find his new song offensive wow you are taking some wild swings mandy i never know what's gonna happen with you from week to week ah! okay i i do not you are a wild boy a wild person wild woman at least he is trying at least he is talking about looking out for his community and unity unlike mine which is sad to say black people we live in small towns with nowhere in the song he mentioned race nor made it racial the media is making racial because he is a white country artist which people automatically think racist genre but i'm black and i'm not racist and i love all types of music so the fact that it was black lives matter footage in the video that they took out has that changed your opinion because this was five days ago mm-hmm. and i don't know if you wrote back in but clearly the song had something to do with black people uh right. and on top of that it's one of those things where is that plausible deniability and as long yeah. as they have that people would defend it but i'm not trying to be funny and 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 and, and, no, and, and not quote unquote towards you but just people in general it just takes a an extra step of actually going looking at it looking at the words looking at these landmarks how people are like hey dog they hung somebody there like shit like that well you go oh it's a racial undertone but for some people i gotta say nigga i gotta show you lynches i i i, I have to quote unquote do the most outlandish thing before people call it racist this is wild to me because man i just recognize mandy's name from all the time she's written in and like you know i guess we're all human but sometimes mandy sees the most conspiratorial like you know i like like stuff in in these people and in these stories where she's writing in it's like this is big this is a much bigger deeper thing and then this is one time is it's well clearly this is not a big deal at all like why would anyone even assume you know this is not uh i guess i find it to be a bit surprising yeah and also it's one of those things where not trying to find it we know everybody like you know country music is that thing where it crosses all types of genre and just because you point something out and just because you because i don't know if you think doing this is a personal attack against you like in country music i don't know but that to me that's not what it is it's going this man and this song it is a problem he mentioned criminal activities that happen in a town but does that mean that anything that is affiliated with crime equal black we should be mad at the media for making it something that is not rap songs talk about sex drugs violence and murder and no outrage about that well that's a lie You're right at least to the level of this country song is getting rappers explicitly say those things aforementioned in rap songs there are rappers who make clean rap music but it goes unnoticed and doesn't chart high on the charts where's the rap songs that talk about uni in the community and looking out for another because the rap gang could definitely use and make another self-destruction song well it's not like self-destruction stopped the crack epidemic or gang violence or any of that shit um i I think those things might make people feel better but those they're just fucking songs and if the societal um uh the societal construction around people and race and location and class are still there after the rap song people gonna still do the things the rap song is telling them not to do i think you're looking at a chicken or egg situation as if the song is making people do something when it's if that was the case when we had the positive rap of the 80s and 90s we wouldn't believe in black utopia and we were not 
so i don't agree with that right and it's also not trying to be funny it's one of it's one of the arguments conservatives make you might as well say what about the kids in chicago this shit don't make no sense it's like comparing apples to oranges and people are mad people are upset there are people to today that fight against all the the misogyny and all that shit in black music you know and if that was something you wanted to know you would be quote-unquote aware of that but you purposely are leaving this leaving that particular piece out of your argument when you say this people can be upset have the right to be upset about this and people can see the undertone in it it don't make them wrong just because they talk about hey there's something wrong with this song and like roger said come to find out they did cut out all these black lives matter and shit out of it i wonder will that change your opinion or are you going to feel this way regardless she wrote in later in the week and uh i don't know i don't see her addressing that they actually did take those things out of the video so i think i don't know felt like mandy went a little black conservative on us a little black republican there at the end and maybe she has some hang-ups about that Mm -hmm. i just find it interesting because i remember there was an email she wrote in about it was like black women and it was addressed only to you and it was like thank you for saying black women are so disrespected and, and in corporate america and all this stuff and it's like well how can the same person that believes that think that about jason aldean and think black people making the wrong kind of music it needs to be called i don't know feels a lot a little black conservative to me yeah and and my thing is you have the right to feel that way but it don't mean i gotta agree of course yeah i mean it's our show and Mm -hmm. no one's being disrespectful to anybody here Mm -hmm. it's it's fine for her to write in with things that she disagrees with but yeah to me i i'm just saying reading this and i can see in the chat already yeah this is a very unpopular opinion she's dropping so uh rod and karen when i first i guess her senado counter passed i couldn't believe it she was in my opinion the first woke white woman that was canceled by her own she didn't care for the national anthem because it was racist boycotted the grammy due to excluding rap yeah but not positive raps that was when a lot of people making gangster rap mandy so maybe she was the wrong maybe she wasn't woke she should have only been she should have been mad about we all in the same gang but not nwa come on uh called out the catholic church about the priest powerful letter to white people about white people and racism when trayvon martin died and not conforming to beauty standards with the shaved head and casual dress she was a real one she was supportive of a public enemy in the beginning of the career and did a song with mc light all those things and it destroyed her career and what she said back then came truth now and never received an apology a woke white woman getting cared by her own people basically may may she rest in peace yeah i thought the most interesting thing about her uh at least the way people were eulogizing her and going up for her which i I didn't mind but i thought it was interesting because just a few years ago she had called out prince because she wrote a book and stuff and she had said that prince was abusive he used to do drugs and beat women she claimed he like beat her in a pillow fight but he put something in the pillow that was hard to hurt her um and that he was mad at her about like music and stuff and uh no one brought that up (laughs) and normally motherfuckers bring up the worst shit when you know like they go even further but i remember when prince died people were basically like well she's bipolar (laughs) like when she was like well you know she said he beat but she's bipolar she crazy okay so we not finna discuss that but anyway human beings we're all messy we're complex creatures uh chris says right you basically described how i've been making bacon for years just wanted to also share my favorite recipe for making bacon if you're interested it's a million dollar bacon recipe love listening to you and karen peace christoph 
thank you uh yeah thanks uh i don't even know where to begin with million dollar bacon uh i guess it's a candied bacon recipe or something um i but i'm gonna be real bacon already kind of tastes salty to me sometimes a little too salty just out the pack i wonder depending on how it's cut or does that matter i just sometimes i don't i don't know bacon just tastes salty to me okay i'm sensitive to salt and so whenever i see someone talk about seasoning their bacon i'm like randolph he seasons his bacon and he talks about all the time in the in our air fryer group and shit and i'll be thinking like why the fuck would you ever add anything to bacon because most seasons have salt in them so to me it's just salt and salt and i already think bacon is salty as as it is so i'm not a big fan of seasoning my bacon i think bacon coming the way it is is just basically the only way i can take it uh there's some people do salty and sweet you know like they have like you know coated sugar brown sugar coated bacon all this other type of stuff Mm -hmm. yeah i know i there's maple bacon there's all that stuff but you're still normally adding like some form of salt to it or something you know like even a lot of sweet stuff has a little bit of salt in it you know yes so i'm not like i said i to me personally i can only just fuck with bacon the way it comes it's not it's not a knock on people that have different taste buds last email john writes saying good morning rod and karen rod when you said it was always going to get to abuse regarding the tiktok video about time blindness i almost gave a standing ovation people like that girl in the video are always using social justice and therapy language to make things into abuse because abuse is one of the most instant argument enders yeah this is conflict is not abuse sarah showman and it's also one of the ways to get good content is you elevate everything to abuse uh almost i think it's out of control i think we have the words trauma and abuse almost mean nothing now i'm sorry for those that think everything is violence and abuse and those you have lowered the bar to when someone says violence to me i go so nothing you know what i mean because you're you're not even pretending that it's like the way we should respond to violence versus the way that people escalate things that aren't violence into violence has just become about content i will get you to pay more attention if i say this thing is more dire than it is Mm -hmm. and either you're the toughest motherfucker in the world living through the slings and arrow of life that no one's ever experienced because the world is just so aggressive to you and only you or you're talking about regular shit we all experience in the most inflammatory way possible so that i'll go oh my god i have to pay attention to this person and i think we kind of lost the plot somewhere mm-hmm. let me illustrate rod when karen points out to an open parking space even if you already saw it she uses words and words are violence that is abuse <laughs> karen when rod offers to put away the dishes on the higher shelf he's crossing vertical boundaries of your relationship which is also <laughs> abuse of course my point these things out is also abuse and probably a racist microaggression yeah i just yeah I, and i think there's a lot of people that don't want to engage with this critically when i say that type of thing not me but just in general when this point comes up about how we've used language to escalate the we've used language of therapy and harm to escalate stuff so we can get more attention and it's it was funny to me and i pointed out at the time when people said oh jonah hill is abusing therapy words and i said like all of us are doing like all of us basically are doing like that's not a jonah hill thing that's a when people want their way thing they just couch the shit in like therapy words and 
you're supposedly a bad person if you don't say yeah you, you know what you're right and and i've watched people do it i this is one of the reasons i say like just because someone has a marginalized identity <clears throat> and they start talking that talk it don't make them right Mm-mm. and and the ultimate coddling of people of like well that's a listen this is a uh whatever group like you pick the marginalized group like this is a indigenous trans woman she she gets to to sexually harass people at the job and we can't say nothing that's not what equality was supposed to mean Mm-mm. you know you should be just as able to say nah that's not right as anybody else and that should be the real equality that we stand on our principles regardless of who the person is you know right and it's also one of those things to where when it comes to therapy any therapist is actually good at their job some of the shit they see online i was like i think some of y'all are lying on these therapists because any therapist that you're actually paying there are some things that they would never say for legal reasons and all types of shit so it's like hey dog like um yeah and it's also like you said people use therapy as an excuse to erase accountability and responsibility for their actions but part of therapy is to make you aware of actions and to help you adjust to a world that will not that's not going to adjust to you help you cope through a world help get get to the get to the things in your mind the things that trigger you the things that make you tick your childhood it it, it is a deep process if done correctly it isn't just throwing around a bunch of words just so you are not accountable for shit i also find it funny that the that girl and lots of people online like her want jobs to be not transactional but then when you see how people operate with people they always seem to demand that personal relationships be weirdly transactional like the exact opposite that they are supposed to be make that make sense rod thanks so much for the episode detailing all the work the doj is doing now that it looks like merrick garland will absolutely be indicting trump for january 6th all the goalposts are being moved to yeah but it should have been sooner better etc from haters and it reminds me of the same energy the assholes have for finding some reason any reason to bash hillary no investigation is free of mistakes and delays former prosecutions prosecutors will say uh as a much as as uh as much all the time there's always stuff that could do differently if they had a second chance but this investigation is supposed to be perfect not just perfect expedient and perfect and if they would have made any mistakes in the pursuit of making this fast the same people that are bashing them would be bashing them for that for fucking this thing up and possibly trump getting off with it right and just like every presidential candidate has flaws garland is being held to impossible standards the same way hillary was for being a flawed candidate yeah my favorite thing is i believe uh, and i'll listen to sisters all later to make sure but i believe that they didn't just indict trump for this they're or they're going to or whatever they're saying we're expediting this we want this shit to happen before the other things yes and that to me was something they could always have said and something i anticipated them saying and now that it's being said i wanted to be crickets out here sit back and enjoy the show man y'all y'all said y'all wanted this didn't you really digging the drake the Manias podcast so much fun and congrats on the gig finally on the much discussed topic of tiki palmer and darius whoever the fuck i just want to say thank you usher cheers and stay safe john <laughs>
thank you thank you john that's everybody thanks for all the feedback we appreciate y'all don't forget the live show tickets the link is in the show notes it's coming up on uh saturday september the 9th 3 p.m yes gonna be in charlotte Mm -hmm. we would love to see you there we have online tickets if you can't be there and you want to watch it virtually you can do that uh means the world to us if you can support us buying tickets is the best way and uh yeah like i said no need to write in if you can't make it don't no you shouldn't feel guilty and we don't want to feel bad that it's just a bunch of people like i can't make it we we like, get it, it you it, can't make it's it. it's okay y'all uh we'll be back uh throughout the week until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.